Welcome to the She Built This podcast, where we are sharing the stories of professionals and entrepreneurs who are on a mission to create the new norm by following their dreams and making them a reality. I'm your host, Emily Aborn, and together we are inspiring, growing, and giving you the tools you need to bring ideas to life so you can build whatever this means for you. Hello, 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 and welcome back. Did you miss me? I missed you all very, very much. Um, But last weekend, I took a much needed break and I decided to take a one week break from the podcast. I don't usually have a lot of pre recorded episodes in the kitty, I just like to keep things really um, fresh and as they happen. I used to pre-record like four or five podcast episodes, but um, I just like to go on a week-to-week basis because I like to hear what people are struggling with and what's coming up for people and sort of share around um, those things when I can. My husband and I last weekend got to enjoy our fifth anniversary. Yes, we have officially been married for five years and we've been together since 2012. So We had lots of fun reminiscing, reflecting, um, listening to music. He did a whole bunch of yard work while I battled hornets and stink bugs and things like that. Um, Oh, and we also watched Adventures in Babysitting, which was fun. I had never seen that before. And we played lots of games. We love games. Speaking of games, um, I have a fun activity in store for you today. But first, I want to share with you a story about how I raised money for my textbooks when I was in college. When I was 17 and getting ready to go away for college, I feel like, honestly, I feel like it was just yesterday, but then also it was forever ago and doesn't feel like my life at all. Um, But I remember, and maybe you do too, how much fun it was to pick out all that dorm stuff, like the twin XL sheets and the matching towels and the shower caddy and which kind of shampoo and soap do you want for the first time ever? You get to pick that because you don't have to share with your little brothers for once. Um... I also remember talking to my roommate on the phone for the first time and being like so nervous because she was super cool, but we did have a really good relationship. She had the same sense of humor as me and we both liked to pull pranks. So that was really all one could ever wish for in a, in a roommate. But anyway, as far as college expenses go, and probably some of you parents know this and are facing it right now, they can be pretty intense and they are no laughing matter. I know that in my first year, I had a bunch of scholarships and grants and things, but then came the matter of textbooks. Now, I will first start out by saying that I was none the wiser with such things at the time, and I thought that you needed new textbooks because that was what was prescribed by Ye old Orientation Guide and whatever those people are that help you like onboard into the college experience. So in preparation for the purchase, I decided to start a grassroots fundraising campaign, Help Emily Get Textbooks 2004. I asked everyone in my church at the time to donate by simply emptying the pockets of their change. If you got a dime, give me a dime. Got a penny, give me a penny. Some people gave like tiny little bits of loose coinage and other people would deliver coins to my house or they would save them up over the entire week. And um, every time they, they saw me, they would give me all of their coins. 
So as I did my little fundraiser, I saved all of these coins in these big, big pickle jars. And by the end of the operation, I had four of them full to the top with loose change. And I think also a couple dollar bills in there as well. The total was somewhere around four to $500. I know I could ask my mom to confirm this for me exactly, but 474 is the number in my head. So let's just go with that. Anyway, it was enough for my textbooks. And the point of my story is that every penny and every dollar not only counted, but each and every single one of them were the catalyst for me feeling more hopeful and more excited that this was something that could actually happen and I could actually buy my books simply by getting people's pocket change. I guess that is why, you know, restaurants and businesses hang that first dollar that they earn up on their wall because I think every single one of those first dollars, it's a moment you never forget. You know, it's like the dollar that lit the spark, so to speak. So as many of you know, right now I am raising money for Best Buddies New Hampshire and along with my mission partner, Kristen Davidson, we are working to raise the most money by November 21st with the goal of being champion of the year 2020. The competition is getting pretty heated and I really want to win for Miss Kristen. So I'm asking everyone on my email list, everyone in my She Built This group and people on my Facebook as well to help. Um, My goal is to rally people to chip in even just $1 to help us get over the finish line. And if you have already donated to our campaign, I thank you tremendously. Um, If you haven't, I would love for you to just spare a single dollar. Yes, I am just asking for a single dollar to help. And if you prefer a yummier way to donate, you can help us out and eat your chocolate too because Naughty Good Bites, who um, Lindsay Taylor is on my podcast a lot with the Naughty Good Bites Woman of the Month, she has created a very special Benefits Bites box of chocolates. And so from those chocolates, 25% of each box goes towards mine and Kristen's campaign. I'm going to make sure that both links are in the show notes and either way you give will be greatly, greatly appreciated. Like I said, last weekend I took a break and I made the decision that I was going to close my computer at 11 o'clock a.m. on a Friday and take like a true brain break. I don't really know how best to describe the past month and a half, except to say that it's been very, very busy. And I don't really like that word. It's honestly like as exciting as the weather when people say that things are busy, but it truly was busy. Um, At times it was really, really overwhelming. At times I felt like it was just on the verge of too much, but I did get through it. And now I'm working on letting some of that dust settle and I'm doing a lot of reflecting and also a lot of um, forward planning. And a lot of that happened, I think, over our anniversary weekend because that's the time that you know, my husband and I do a little bit of stepping back and recalibrating and seeing where we've been the past nine months and then also where we want to go moving forward. Um, And in addition to deciding to take that Friday off, I also decided to take a week off from the podcast so I could really map out where I've been with it, where I'm going, and what is going to bring the most value to you. Because I really, really appreciate that you listen to my podcast. I, um, I want it to land for you and I want it to be of value to you because I know you have a lot of options when it comes to what you listen to and what you read and what you 
spend your time on. And, and that is my goal here. Um, so what I did was I took like this bird's eye view and I stepped back and looked at the big picture and I got really clear on my direction for the podcast and also my business as a whole. And I really invite you, especially in this season, as we're about to enter the last two months of 2020, which I have no idea how that happened. Um, but I really invite you to do the same thing and kind of ask yourself these questions. Where am I right now? Where have I been the past nine months? What does it look like? And then where am I going from here? I have been working with um, a coach for about a month, a little bit over a month now, Casey Matthews. And early on in in our work, one of the things that we discussed was that one of the stories I personally need to work on rewriting is that I let other people and circumstances and situations just sort of like make decisions for me. Like I just sort of, things just kind of happen, right? And um, when I started this business, I didn't really have a very clear, definite idea of where I was going or who I helped. I just sort of let my clients tell me what they wanted me to be, and then I would just do that. And I think it was as I started to get deeper into experiencing all of these wrong roles and wrong relationships and positions that I was in that I didn't want to be in, that I began to see that I wasn't actually making choices in my business at all. I was just sort of like letting everyone else roll this dice for me and move me around the board when half the time I didn't even know what the hell game we were playing. You know, I didn't I didn't pull the game out, that's for sure. Um, so Casey really gently, I think, brought this to light for me. And I, it, I will admit that at first it was a really painful realization. Um, it goes a lot deeper than that. I'm, I'm really scared of choices because I think I'm terrified of making the wrong choice. You know, I think I like to not put all my eggs in one basket and I don't like people to think that I'm very certain of something and then have it fail or, you know, I change my mind or realize I'm going in the wrong direction. And so to avoid that, I often, or my old story that I'm rewriting, is that I pass off those decisions to other people. Kind of like a, I'll have what she's having sort of thing. Um, and, and I do it, you know, and I just try to like fit into the mold of what they want or how they see me, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a work in progress, but I really do feel like this is something that's shifting pretty quickly in my life. And, you know, when our my husband and I sat back and did that review, it was pretty clear uh, the areas in which I had shifted, just like when we sat back and looked at everything on the whole. And together, we've made these changes. Um, so I think this is a, a vital and valuable lesson for all of us. Like, who is rolling the dice for you right now? Are you playing the game that you want to be playing? Because when it comes down to it, you and only you are the author of your life and you get to make decisions and you can create anything that you want as soon as you decide what that thing is. So that's what I did um, last weekend. I looked at where I am, where I'm going, what I've accomplished, the lessons I've learned, uh, who I am, who I wanna be, and, and where I am. And I feel like I can help other people to do the same. So now for the activity. I want to invite you to join in on this season of reflection with me, and I'm gonna give you three things to list out for yourself. You can do it however works for you, in a journal, in your favorite special notebook, on your computer, but I do think that there is uh, value and something to be said for writing them down because I think you're gonna get a lot of clarity that way. So number one, 
I want you to write out all of your accomplishments in a given time frame. Now, I did the years 2020 since I've already actually done this for 2019. Um, prior to that, my business was a completely different business. So I started with 2019. Um, and what I did was I wrote personal accomplishments, professional accomplishments, just list them all out, large and small. And I mean small, you know, if you... Um, got a great response from an email that you sent out. That's an accomplishment. If your podcast hit a certain number that you've been trying to get, that is an accomplishment. If you made it through coronavirus without um, going too insane with your children, that's an accomplishment. So I want you to just list out all of your personal and professional accomplishments, large and small. Then I want you to look at them and you can circle or highlight or just like put a little star next to which ones made you most proud of yourself, which ones gave you the most momentum um, and and feel that you they changed your life the most. So this year, I was really proud of myself for pivoting the She Built This event back in March to a virtual panel. I was also super duper proud of myself on a personal level for attending a conference in San Diego, because if you know me and um, I have a lot of anxiety when it comes to traveling, then you would get why that was such a big deal for me. I also was so proud of how the peer groups for She Built This came together virtually. And in my opinion, they are now... Uh, thousand times better than what they were before, which was already great. So these are the things, some of the things that I've been listing. Um, and there are going to be things unique to you, obviously, on your list. But the key is just to start picking out the things that make you most proud of yourself. What are those areas that you accomplish something in that give you the most life and provided the most excitement for you. These are the kinds of things that you can use as you are planning your upcoming goals and year and dreaming what you want to build. So number two, I made a list of all of my past clients. And this is from when I first started my business until now. So for this, I took that list of all of my past clients and I wrote out all of the lessons that I learned from each and every single one of them. If they are past clients, they are past clients for a reason, either on their will or mine. And so it gave me the opportunity to dive into the lessons that these various people have taught me. Some people have taught me boundaries. Other people have taught me what I do and don't like to do. Some people taught me how to communicate better with others. What is a little out of my wheelhouse? What is out of my comfort zone? Um, et cetera, et cetera. So I urge you to do that. And if it's not clients that you're dealing with, maybe it's events that you've put on, um, experiences that you've had, you can kind of get creative with it, but list out the lessons that you you learned from those things also. And then I listed out my current clients. What are their pain points? How did they find me? What am I helping them with? What type of business do they have? What are their struggles? What are our wins together? What successes and milestones have they achieved in working together. And what this did was help me to get super crystal clear on the kind of person that I want to work with. So with those three, you basically have a list of data that you can use for yourself in going forward. You have a super duper roadmap for who you help, how you help, and what you help them with. And you also have um, a clear roadmap for what lights you up and what you wanna focus on and what you want more of, as well as what to say no to and steer clear of. 
And just bonus points, if you ever get stumped on what you should be posting on social media, what to say, how to market yourself, you also just gave yourself about a bajillion posts. Um, because every single one of those clients, every single one of those experiences, every single one of those lessons is a post in and of itself. If you need help breaking down any of those lists into what to share with your audience and how to share it, I am your girl. One thing I learned this past year is that I absolutely love helping people with their messaging. I love looking at what they're putting out there and helping them to refine it and come up with a strategy as to how to do it. Um, This is not at all limited to, but it could include social media. So I think this past year, I helped six individual businesses with just sort of like a sit down strategy session. And right now I have one amazing one-to-one client that I'm working with on a weekly basis as we go through her business top to bottom. And we're setting her up from not having a business basically to get up and running soup to nuts. So now it's time to take a breather, as I've said, and let the dust settle. Um, I'm really ready to get to the end of the year with intention and purpose. Some One of the women in my peer groups said that her goal for the next several months was just to get to the end. And I, I think that's a great goal for a lot of us. It's been a really crazy year. Um, but let's try to get to the end of the year with intention and purpose. And as I said, I really invite you to try this activity and If you take some time to do it, it will help you with where you're going and what you want more of in your life. So the lists are, once again, um, number one, listing out your accomplishments. Number two, your past clients and the lessons that they've taught you. And number three, your present clients, pain points, the successes. Um, So that's all I have for that activity for you. Lastly, today, I really want to give you a little look behind the curtain of what is coming up for the podcast. As I said, in my week off, I mapped that out and I actually have it mapped out through January um, and I'm feeling like it's going to be a really fun time here and super helpful for those looking to start their 2021 planning and who are really invested in their business and ready to take their business and also their lives. I know we have a lot of people that listen that don't necessarily have a business, but you're ready to take that to the next level in the coming year. One of the things I put out there recently was something I call Corona Confessionals. And um, what this is, is people have been submitting in a thousand words or less their coronavirus stories. Now, so far, I think we have about 10 of them. And it's everything from like moms managing during the pandemic to a woman that found her biological father during the pandemic. Um, and just a whole bunch of great stories. So I'm going to be reading a couple of those. As I said, they're a thousand words or less, so they're just nice short stories, and we're, I'm going to share some of those in my upcoming podcast. Next week, I have Robin White coming on to talk about the do's and don'ts of websites, what you need to include, what you should avoid, um, and how you can help your website to make the most impact. She's really fun, and she actually just recently ended her career as a dog walker, so hopefully we'll get to talk canine a little bit too, and how she transitioned from having two businesses to one and how she feels around that. Um, We are also going to be talking about making a money map for the coming year, preparing for the tax man because he always doth cometh. Um, And we're gonna talk about sales and how to make them not icky. Plus what you can say when people are trying to sell you something that makes you feel like you wanna puke. Um, We're also gonna talk about how to clean out your inbox and actually keep it clean. And of course, social media. I 
also want to talk on something that has come up for a lot of people in the She Built This group lately, and that is what to do when you want to throw in the towel. So that is all here on the She Built This podcast, so be sure not to miss a single episode. Um, All right, now I think I'm getting a little silly, but anywho, I will see you next week, and if you've made it this far, you deserve a donut for listening And I would love if you took just 60 to 75 seconds and wrote me a review of the podcast. Reviews help my show get seen and they help me to find guests that will bring you the value that you are looking for so that we can take your business and your life onward and upward, mind, body, soul, all the things. Uh, Have a great rest of your day. I appreciate you and please know that I am always here for you. Oh, and... If you have listened this far, not only do you get a donut, but you also get to know that I have really exciting news coming in next week's podcast. So be sure not to miss it. And with that, I shall leave you to have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. To learn more about She Built This and to join our community and get involved for yourself, visit www.shebuiltthis.org.